We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, I think the guys are in a good spot. You know, DeMar's in the building now almost starting daily, and so that's that's good news. And um, as he continues to improve... I think those are, you know, that, that certainly helps. So that, that's going to be, I mean, that's, that experience is, we'll carry that with us. And there's a lot of, there's a challenge to that, but there's also a lot of good that came from that. Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott. He'll be gearing up for a trip to London next year. But for now, it's a home game against the Cincinnati Bengals. And joining us on the Western Hotline, gearing up for this game himself, Ian Eagle joins us. Uh, Ian, good morning. It's Jeremy and Joe. Thanks for taking some time. Hey, what's up, guys? Good morning. Well, we got some. Str- I, I don't know. I'm going to speak for myself here. I got stress going into this game. I got. I got stress. <laughs> you know. I, I and I was thinking about it during the break. Why it's stressful? I mean, the Bills have played a lot of big games. Of course, we've seen them play um, Kansas City a bunch of times. And that Monday night game from a couple weeks back with the Demar Hamlin incident. That was the first time we were going to see Allen against Burrow. And yeah. it's almost like the devil you don't know is worse. I haven't seen a full Burrow game against the Bills. And because of that, it's almost like, for me, Ian, there's a little bit more of a fear factor about Cincinnati. We don't know what they'll do to a Bills defense with Chase and Higgins and Boyd and Burrow. And that X fact, that, that unknown, I mean, that exists the other way too for the, for the Bengals trying to defend a Josh Allen-led Bills team. Yeah, I think when you're good, when your team's really good, it's a different level of stress because you know what the ultimate goal is. That's real. That's a true objective to win the Super Bowl. When your team is fair to Midland, it's it's a different kind of stress. You're just trying to get to a point where you can you can find joy in rooting for your team. There's a lot of joy if you're a Buffalo Bills fan right now. The the emotion you're feeling is is absolutely based on the fact that it's Super Bowl or bust. There's no getting around it. And that's a good thing. Don't get, I'm not, I'm not going to play psychologist here. But <laughs> that's okay. There, there's no doubt that the feelings that Bills fans are experiencing are just based on the fact that they're a high-quality team and they expect to be in this thing. Uh, your concerns about Cincinnati are legitimate. Uh, you sit down and meet with Joe Burrow, and I've had them a bunch of times, including – the divisional round last year when they surprised Tennessee and although they didn't play a perfect game, they found a way to win. And that was a recurring theme for them last year. This year, after the 0-2 start, after uh, opening up the season 4-4, and they have not lost. And there is a growing belief in their own locker room 
that they have the same feelings that the Buffalo Bills have, which is they should be able to win this thing. And that's what makes this such a highly anticipated matchup. Two really confident teams. Are they flawless? No. We all watched the games last weekend. Uh, Both of those games were not supposed to go that way. Buffalo was supposed to blow out Miami. Cincinnati was supposed to handle Baltimore with ease without Lamar Jackson. Didn't happen. And the concerns are also legit. Cincinnati gave up a bunch of chunk plays uh, to Tyler Huntley and uh, couldn't stop them at times. And it required one of the great plays in Bengals history on the Sam Hubbard 98-yard fumble recovery for them to win it. Buffalo, same deal. Uh, Just didn't feel like that typical Bills win. So I understand. I get it. Uh, I think that's part of the reason why everybody is so looking forward to this matchup. And there are so many other storylines and narratives as well. Those two games, too. Like I think it's right to think both teams, they got a little lucky to get through. But it is interesting that like the mistakes in the Bills Dolphins game went the way of or at least the the bounces went the way of Miami. Right? Like they get a defensive touchdown, they won the turnover battle. Cincinnati needed that to go their way to beat yeah. the Ravens. So, even though they might look a little bit different, um I guess right now you might go into this game thinking the way the Bengals won, winning off turnovers by Baltimore, and the fact that the Bills were the team turning the ball over on Sunday. I mean, is it as simple I as the, if the Bills just don't turn the football over, that they should, they should, I don't want to say they should win it, but they should have a great chance of winning it. Yeah, no, I, I think that that's the way you have to go into this game. I, I also think there's, there's just a general feeling you get about teams. Let, let's take Minnesota as a, a completely different example. Even though they were winning games this year, there was always that, that sense that it was fragile, that they were hanging on by a thread. I never felt that way about Buffalo and Cincinnati. Uh, amidst some some bumps along the way, there, there was always a feeling that, no, at the end of the day, they're both high-quality teams. They're both capable of winning a Super Bowl. There's a collision course here, and obviously uh, what, what happened Week 17 changed the course of, of exactly how this was going to play out, uh, accepting that, these extenuating circumstances took place. And, you know, I think Cincinnati initially obviously felt that they got the short end of the stick, but in the big picture, the fact of the matter is the two teams are going to decide it on the field. It's only three weeks removed from DeMar Hamlin going into cardiac arrest. And I know it's a topic that is going to stick with people for a long time when a player is resuscitated on the field and other players are there and experiencing it. That doesn't just float away. That that stays with you. So the idea that he got released from the hospital one week later, that this story turned into a positive one, that he's been around the facility, uh, look, on the human side, that, that certainly has effect on your football team. And it also affects Cincinnati. You know, it's one thing that all of this was happening and Buffalo was playing a completely different team and the other team has no connection to it. Well, the Bengals do. They were there as well, and it obviously happened in Cincinnati. So, you know, I do think that part of it is going to play a role in this one and how the guys handle the emotions of it. But from just a pure football standpoint, these two teams belong here. 
I did that Jacksonville Charger game last week. One of the wildest <laughs> comebacks I've ever seen. And you know and, and can sense that the Jaguars fans are loving this, but it's also house money. They recognize that this is way, way sooner than expected in a rebuild. That's not the case with Buffalo and Cincinnati, that these two teams believe they have a, a legit shot to, to go all the way. Ian Eagle joining us on the Worcester Hotline. I want to ask you about, we, we probably normally wouldn't fast forward a week, but it's a unique circumstance. You know, you bring up Jacksonville, and if they beat Kansas City, well, okay, the neutral site AFC playoff, AFC championship game is off the table, and we're yeah. talking about maybe the Bills hosting, and so are the Bengals. But if Kansas City wins, and that's halfway there, what do you expect out of a potential neutral site AFC championship game? Again, without looking ahead, it, they're selling tickets, and this whole thing could happen. It, it, it's, well, I want to say it's unprecedented. I mean, like this conversation about neutral site AFC and NFC championship games, it's been had before. This will probably lead the discussion to get louder. Yeah, it's it's a little odd. I just know from my own uh, logistical approach, normally this time of year, if I'm working the, the championship game, and I did last year on radio, I did Kansas City-Cincinnati. You're mapping out plans and uh, trying to figure out how to get from point A to point B. And this one, you've got, you've got a few different options <laughs> that could happen here. You know, I'm calling a college basketball game next week in Houston on Saturday, so I just need to know, how do I get to the next stop? <laughs> and, of course, this is a much bigger issue with fans and tickets. I understand your point. Uh, I think there is a faction within the NFL that would like to make the championship games events and for those that that say well wait a second this is not how we've done it this is this is not how it's worked through time well we used to have two teams getting buys that was always a an incentive we don't have that anymore and then people adjust to that and the teams adjust to that and the players adjust and the coaches adjust and the fans adjust and the front office adjust and then poof it's gone uh, grab that phone if you can yeah. <laughs> so i i I think it could happen. Uh, I, I do agree with you that this will open up the, the possibility of, of it taking place down the road. For now, I think the NFL just wants to get through it cleanly and maybe use it as a case study to see if, if this is something that they could really consider in the next few years. It's a case where technology hurts us. That wasn't my phone. My computer rang. I was you wondering. Know. You were yeah, so your phone. Like, it wasn't that, even going. That'll happen. Um, <laughs> no. uh, on the future of that, you know, like, I, I'm the same way. I... I I know the NFL will always look to push forward. International games are about that. Today we found that the Bills are going to London. So you always have to have that in the back of your mind. To me, the idea of of consistent neutral site championship games, it just seems like they would be giving up a lot. A lot of the character of what they are and a lot of, you know, you could say it's incentive. It's a lot of things, but fans dream of hosting that game. And, and home field advantage is something the NFL, of course, wants to maintain as something that is important in this league, I would think. Yeah, and I think the, the other point you just made is, is a real one. Uh, the last thing you want is vanilla vibes coming from these big games. Look, there's no avoiding it in the Super Bowl. It's become a corporate event. It's a huge deal. But anyone that's attended it, it's not the same as a regular NFL game. I'm not saying that uh, – there's anything they can do about it there isn't because it's just how it's set up the the dollars are are going to lead you to a different conclusion the championship games are 
the regular season, but at the umpteenth level. You know, doing the playoff game last year against New England on CBS, that scene as Buffalo starts rolling over the Patriots, you can't simulate that. You can't recreate that in a neutral site. Yes. You can have fans of this team. You can have fans of that team. You can have fans that have no rooting interest that just want to be there. It gives them a reason to go and, and party for a weekend. That will affect the the whole uh, feeling and and ambiance within a stadium. And I, I have to think someone within the NFL is still bringing that point up. The fevered pitch in which these games take place with so much on the line, you want to feel that. You want it to be visceral. And you don't want it to be dank. And sometimes in in Super Bowls, it just happens that way. Ian Eagle on the Wester Hotline. Ian, thanks for the time. Enjoy the game Sunday. It's not going to be too cold. I mean, I feel like you're going to be win- mm-hmm. windows open. Might be a snow globe situation, but no, no major weather events. We've had we've had our share of those this year. Yeah, you but, shouldn't uh, you shouldn't be getting like eight feet yeah, or anything. It should be it should no. look good. Literally one year ago was when I was still thawing out from from New England Buffalo. So <laughs> yeah. anything above that, I'm I'm mentally and physically prepared for. I appreciate you even thinking of me <laughs> on that front. I'm I'm going to be good to go. I'm I'm ready. All right, very good. Ian Eagle on the Western Hotline. Thanks very much. All right, guys, have fun. Good luck. Thank you. He's got the call for Westwood One uh, on the radio side of things. Ian Eagle of uh, CBS Sports as well. <sighs> I'm nervous about this game, Joe. And it is because the devil you know versus the devil you don't. We've seen the Chiefs four times. Five? Mm-hmm. Is it five times in the last two years? Two regular season, three playoffs, right? No, three regular season, three playoffs. It's six, isn't it? Is no, it, no, it isn't. It's five. You're right. It's three and two. Three yeah. regular season, two playoffs. I've seen the Bills play the Chiefs five times. Yeah. They're, ba- they're basically a division yeah. rival at this point. So if the Bills the play the Chiefs next week, that's great. AFC Championship. Are they going to win? I don't know. But I don't have any unknown fear. I've seen them at their most savage, yep. and I've seen them beaten by the Bills. Cincinnati, I know their offense is not as threatening as Kansas City. I know that. But it's a matchup league, right? Yep. The same way that the Bills have owned New England and the, the Miami Dolphins the last couple of years. Matchup league. Maybe Zach Taylor and the Bengals just have the formula against the Bills. Mm-hmm. Maybe the opposite is true. Maybe Cincinnati's about to get punched 35-6. to six. Like We haven't seen yeah. that matchup not five times, but not even one time. And we, like We saw them for half a quarter, and they scored seven. That they did. Yeah. Although I'm still mad about the pass interference call, and I think it was bogus. <laughs> I think it was bogus. I think it should have been illegal contact. But also, hey. if that Kansas City game, have you looked at that ticket map recently? There's like a, you can look up on like Ticketmaster, for instance. You can look up like what's available for that AFC Championship game for Bills for Bills and Chiefs. Yeah, there is now not a single blue box which would show that tickets are available on the Bills side of the field. Not one. It's all gray. Which essentially means there is no, there are no tickets available left. At least for whatever place in the ticket sales process they are in, there are no seats available there. Whereas almost the entirety of the Chiefs side is <laughs> like bright blue. There was one thing. Somebody sent me a link when you logged in or when you pre-registered. It was which section you wanted to sit in, Bills or Chiefs. Yeah. And I think the codes were only Bills fans on Bills sides. It's a long way to get to a thing that I want to bring up. 
London. The Bills are going to London. One thing they do at Premier League games, separate seating. Yeah. They have their, there's a road section yep. in every stadium. And you cannot, by rule, you are not allowed to sit. If you are an Everton fan yep. and you want to sit in the Chelsea section or in the Liverpool, you cannot do it. You right. cannot wear a jersey in the wrong section. Of course, there's been violence and, you know, all that. Yep. And while it might be the violence and the fighting that started that, I'm here to tell you, that is way better. It oh, is yeah. way better to live that way. And if Atlanta were to do it and go sections and sections and sections where the fans are totally separated, it is a better atmosphere. And it appears that's what they're trying to do. At least they're doing at, it at on the, each side. At the start. Yeah. I don't like soccer, as you mentioned, like if you wear the jersey, you could buy a ticket to the road section and then you show up wearing the home team's jersey. You're not allowed in. You're not allowed in. Nope. This will probably not be that extreme. No, I if you if you buy a ticket on the Bills side and you show up wearing a Mahomes jersey, I don't think they're they're throwing you out. No, you're going to hear a lot of stuff, but you're not getting kicked out. I don't think. Right, but they're trying on some level to go Bills fans on one side, Chiefs fans on the other. Yeah, college football has atmospheres that do that sometimes. Yep. Um, so they do they do that like wouldn't that be how they do the SEC championship? Mm-hmm. There are there are like full sections of like just Georgia fans and then full sections of. Whoever's in it, Mississippi State. Yeah. It'll be better to look at on TV, better to be at the game when they separate the sections. It's, uh-huh. it's, a, it's a ton of fun. 803-0550. When we get back, we've got the latest on Lamar Jackson. There's going to be news today because the Ravens are meeting with the media, and John Harbaugh and the Ravens GM, according to the tweet, I just retweeted this. What, what did this say, Joe? They're going to address Greg Roman and Lamar Jackson. Ravens coach John Harbaugh and GM Eric DaCosta today will address the futures of Roman and Lamar Jackson, a combination that's helped them to a 39-15 and record since 2019. Anything other than a stated commitment to Jackson would stun me. That's from Mike Garofolo. Pointing out that basically Greg Roman has one year left on his deal. Uh-huh. So maybe they make an announcement on Roman. If they make an announcement about committing to Jackson, then they're they're going to say they're using the franchise tag. They have to say that. Yeah. Because if you say, we're going to keep working on a deal, we're confident, that's not a commitment. Right. A commitment is, we have a device that allows us to keep him for a year, and we intend to use it, and intend to ex- extend him past that. They would say that, right? Like if Even if they don't say it in their, their opening statements about Jackson, they, they'll get a question about... The franchise tag. They'll get all of it. And Mike, yeah. again, Mike Garofolo's final statement here is anything other than a stated commitment would stun me. Because, so, right, what would that sound like if it's not a stated commitment? Right. Would it be, hey, we don't really know what's going to happen, like explore all options type of answer? Right. It would be that. It would be it's up to the balls in Lamar's court. It's up to him. Yeah. Stated commitment is we are keeping him. That's a stated commitment. But they can only they, – they can be committed all they want. doesn't mean he's going to be their quarterback. That, that's true. That's why this will be very interesting to see what the, the quotes are. you got the GM and the head coach speaking on it today. And also, like, the coordinator, he says, doesn't mean he sticks, but the notion is, that his contract is up is not accurate. So does that mean they're coming out saying, hey, he's got one year left on his deal and he's going to be our offensive coordinator? Man, that's tough. I can't believe they're going to go into another season with that guy calling plays. It's, it's amazing to me. Maybe he's still doing it. be interesting to find out if um, they commit to him. 
803-0550. Jeremy and Joe, if you want to give us a call, you can. We've uh, open phone lines on all this. Bills, Bengals, your expectations, uh, and Ryan Miller night as well from the, the Key Bank Center. That's on the way here on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Your mama's so ugly, she threw a boomerang and never came back. Your mama's so ugly, the plastic surgeon sued her. Your mama's so ugly, they renamed Halloween Yo Mama Weed. Your mama's so ugly, she made a mime screen. Ni mama hao show yang chong ya ke le. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Miller night. Is Ryan Miller, the answer to this question has to be yes. The last athlete, from a Buffalo athlete, before Josh Allen to get national ad campaigns... I mean, Allen's on hmm. a lot of commercials these days. Nobody between Miller and Allen, right? No. LaShawn McCoy was never in like a national ad campaign, right? I don't think so. Was Rex in something? In local, is Rex could have been, couldn't he? Mm, I don't know. It might just be from Miller right to... When was the Rob Ray Sports Center commercial? That's way before Miller, right? Yes, that's before Miller. That's while he's playing, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he is right... That that's kind of it, right? It's it's that those, yeah, those amp two. energy commercials, but amp energy courtesy uh, right around the winter classic timeline. That one, yes, right. No, oh, is that pre Olympics then? I mean, it's two thousand. It's it's New Year's Day two thousand seven. No, is what 2000, winter classic two thousand nine? Two thousand right? okay eight or nine. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not the oh six oh seven Sabers. It's after that. It's oh oh eight oh eight. Yeah, New Year's so, Day two thousand eight. Okay, that's before Olympics. Hmm. Eight oh three oh five fifty. We'll get some calls in on uh, Bills Bengals. It's Jeremy and Joe. Happy Thursday. It's, it's raining. Thank there God. was a, like a weather a weather advisory for right now about how like sleet is like a misery advisory. <laughs> like, hey, there should be a misery advisory. Hey, heads up, you're gonna look outside and get sad. Yeah, <laughs> Nick and Elma. Nick, good morning. Morning, guys. How you doing? Doing good. good. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Just want to get on this Josh or Joe Burrow debate first. Um, I mean, if you've been given a gift of sight, it's clearly Josh over Joe Burrow. But also, Joe Burrow is surrounded by high pedigree draft talent. Uh, Chase, top five pick. Hayden Hurst, the first round pick. Boyd and Higgins, both second round picks. I believe the highest receiver in our core is Gabe Davis in the fourth round. So, yeah. you mean, you got Mc- Go ahead. No, no uh, yeah. I'll, I'll let you finish up on a follow up when you're done if you got anything else. Well, I mean, it's pretty much it. Shakir, fifth round. I don't think McCain, McKenzie or Beasley were even drafted. Diggs was a fifth round pick. I know we gave up the first for him. But yeah, anytime you have this, this, anytime you make this point, you have to count Diggs as a first, right? Yeah, but he wasn't elite till he got here. 
No, he was pretty. I mean, he was he was great. He, he, I he mean, was really good. And they he, just didn't throw the ball as much. So like right. his some of his numbers were a little lesser than they are. He now, finished but. second in the NFL in yards per route run the year before he got here. It was like seeing a guy put up numbers and they wouldn't throw to him, and the Bills brought him in and threw it to him. So I mean, I think Diggs was every bit the receiver in Minnesota that he is here. Um, he just gets more targets here, and as he should, of course. I'm I'm not going to push back on any of that, other than if you're making that point, I want you to count Diggs as a first because that's what the Bills paid for him. Yeah. Yes, he was a like if you is Tom Brady still a sixth round draft pick? Like, not really. Right. He becomes an elite quarterback at some point. If you trade three first rounders for him, you don't get to say your quarterback is a sixth round out of nowhere. You you paid a big price. So the rest of it. Listen, you don't have to convince me about that. I'm I'm going to go on a year, yep. what, three now yep. of spending this offseason. Listen, if they win the Super Bowl, we don't even have to have draft picks. <laughs> but if they don't win the Super Bowl, there's no circumstance. Gabe Davis could get six touchdowns in the next three weeks. Mm. I'm still going to talk receiver as the first-round pick. Still going to hammer receiver because they need to be better there. And they need to start thinking long term about it too. Yeah, I mean Diggs' age is you want to, and Davis is going into the final year of his deal. Yep. So you have uncertainty, really everywhere outside of Diggs. I think Diggs will probably last into his thirties pretty well for the weight, the type of player he is. But that's out there, and Davis in the final year of his deal. So all the arguments can be made for why you need that player right now. You definitely need that player past next season, and. You want to get you want to get the wheel going on yep, that, yep. right? Like you don't want to be relying on okay. Now Davis went and signed somewhere else because we didn't want to pay him nineteen million dollars per year, which is acceptable. And okay, now I got to draft the guy in the first round, and now I need him to produce as a rookie right away, rather than yep. already have that guy in house and know whether or not he's the answer. Yeah, I think what you are kind of getting at, you might want to avoid, is having so much on a guy that. Oh, we expect him to step into a bigger role, like they did with Davis this year. Yeah, just no. Oh, yeah, he just has to be the same guy. Yeah, and, or no, he's not that guy. So we need to do something yeah, else. Right. Yeah. Don't kind of get caught in the middle. So, Burrow versus Allen. You know, th- here's the other part about that, Nick. And thanks to the phone call for bringing this up. They talked about it on Sports Center. Here's the other thing about that. It is entirely possible. I'll just ask anybody out there. Ready? Who is better, Brady or Manning? If you answered Brady, mm-hmm. do you pick wins? Manning was better. I was going to say Manning. Manning was better. Brady won more. Yeah. So Brady gets a lot more of the Brady's the greatest of all time. I mean, right. in my opinion, Peyton Manning was the superior quarterback. Mm-hmm. So can Allen be the superior quarterback, but Burrow end up with the more Super Bowl wins? Or flip it. Can Burrow end up being the superior quarterback and Allen get more Super Bowl wins? Which one would you prefer? People get mad, but this can be the flip of Marino and Kelly. Well, neither won a Super Bowl, so that one's a little tough. Right, but, but Kelly at least like made Super Bowls and like yeah. more times than not was on the better team. So like, what, I, I, if you're to ask, what would you prefer Josh Allen to be the universally accepted best quarterback of his era mm-hmm. and one Super Bowl? Uh-huh. Or not be thought that way, but have 
four I, Super Bowls. I think you, you have you to d- take the four Super exactly. Bowls. Yeah. And then the four. <laughs> you have to. The four would probably have a lot of people saying, well, he is the best because he won four. I mean, I, right, not, like that, you're going to hear it anyway, even if he doesn't. Yes, yes, yes. And, and some might even sound like, some will tell you you sound ridiculous if you say Peyton Manning's better than Tom Brady. I don't. I think Peyton Manning was better than Tom Brady. But a lot of people will like, they'll just go seven to one. Yep. Or seven to two. And that's all you'll ever hear. Yep. As if, by the way, like the two for Peyton Manning, the second one is when he threw like 10 touchdowns and 18 <laughs> picks. Like, I don't even want that one. Right. I don't even want that as a part of the argument. Yeah. I mean, Eli Manning won as many Super Bowls against Tom Brady as Manning did, as Peyton did, period. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I think it's a fun conversation. And, you know, who's better versus. Well, because who's talked about this offseason? Like, that'll be defined by. It'll be defined on Sunday. If Burrow beats Allen. If Burrow. If. If Burrow right. beats Allen and, and, and beats Mahomes even, he goes back to the Super Bowl. It almost doesn't matter what happens there. I mean, there's a there's a scenario where Burrow, I mean, if he beats Allen and beats Mahomes, then wins the Super Bowl. Are people going to be putting him above both of them this offseason? I'll say this. And I, again, I'm not telling you that this is scientifically correct. If Burrow wins Sunday... I hope you're prepared to drop Josh Allen in the way that they talk about these quarterbacks from 1B, because it's 1A and 1B, yep. to 3. I hope you're ready for that. Because that, that will happen. If he has playoff losses to yep. the, those two guys. Right, if he, he'll he, be 0-3 in, in the playoffs against, against, those two. against those two. Yep. I'm not to say that that's right, but and, that will be the conversation. This is why I hope this doesn't start to happen. Talk, speak of Peyton Manning. That's going to start happening with Allen. Despite the fact, by the way, like it will be ignored that I don't know if this is still true because of Miami, the, the Miami game, it will be ignored that oh, best passer rating in playoff history, best touchdown interception ratio in playoff history. The guy shows up in every playoff game he plays. If he loses to Burrow and he's lost two to Mahomes, slowly but surely he'll start getting some of the narrative talk around him that Peyton Manning got, which is can't win the big one and that is going to be like the most annoying thing of all time when there are so many other factors that go into it mm-hmm. other than just the wins and the losses john and buffalo john good morning morning guys uh so i just wanted to bring up um after going through some of the Bengals games uh recaps and looking at the weather for each of their games it seems like they haven't played a game yet this season where it's really like snowed or had like a snow globe effect or even like heavy rain. So I don't know if that could play a role potentially this weekend, but uh, going through their games there, they played Pittsburgh earlier this season where it was um, pretty cold and they had some sprinkles on the field. But in terms of like that snow globe effect, uh, I don't think they played a game like that this season. Hmm. Okay. I mean, wait, Cincinnati or Buffalo? Cincinnati. The Bills have played Miami and Minnesota in snowy conditions. Uh-huh. Um, I do think this game will be up more more Minnesota than Miami, though, right? It's not going to stick. It might snow a little bit. It might be rainy. It, right, because it's, it's high 30s right now is yeah. the high, so. Yeah, if it's 35, that, that can sometimes be where it snows and doesn't stick. Could be a really gross weather day. Could be. And 3 o'clock, so it gets dark by the second half is in the dark. Mm-hmm. And if it's overcast, you know, the whole game is pretty much in the dark. Yep. You mentioned to me Jordan Poyer in a video message. Yes. 
So this somebody was just tweet, on... tweeted this to me. Like, have you seen Poyer's message? And I have not yet, but you did say something about it. Yeah, um, Evan. I don't know if you could pull up the audio real quick. The volume is where this came from, which is I think is that Colin Cowherd's yeah uh, podcast company. By the way, just noticed we're wearing some bad birdie in this uh, this so. Big golfer, Poyer. Is? Poyer. Um, I'm pretty sure he's a really good golfer too. He pretty he pretty much sounded like he pretty this, much sounded like this is it. This is last, or it, it, at least it could be it. Here it is, Jordan Poyer on the volume. Could be my last home game in, in Buffalo. It's crossed my mind a couple times. It's definitely crossed my head a couple times. You know, obviously once we find out Saturday night, it'll be kind of emotional just because you don't know. I don't know what's I don't know what's going on, but you know, I've, like I said, I've thought about it. Bills fans, I just want to let you know I appreciate everything that you've done for me and my family over these last six years. You know. Hmm. I feel like somebody else did that recently too, and I can't remember who. Mm-hmm. A just in case goodbye. You never know what'll yep. happen. Rogers. He kind of said it. Maybe. I mean, but you, are we sure you gotta he, take him with a grain of salt? Are we sure he experiences human emotions? <laughs> We're sure. Right. Um, and right, that's more of like it's a just in case. And then his wife tweeted out like a quote tweet of it, like, can't believe that he's about to be a free agent in a couple of weeks, kind of mm-hmm. thing. So How are we gonna feel when he joins the Chiefs? Come on. What are we doing? What are we doing? I'm just We're saying that now. I'm just saying. <laughs> what are we going to... We love this guy. Yeah. He's been great for the Bills. He's a wall of famer. And if he does leave in free agency, where got, he goes will matter. Sure. Would it be worse if he went to New England? No. No. That'd be pretty bad, though. Wouldn't it? No, I'd be fine. I'd be fine with it. They're bad. You know, whatever. Yeah. Miami. Hmm, I wouldn't like that. Cincinnati. I never got, like, Jesse How about he there. just goes to, like, you know, go Arizona. to the, Arizona. <laughs> right, go, <laughs> go somewhere where the Detroit. Like, I just don't don't even make us think about this. Yeah. If you went to the Chiefs. The last time, I mean, that would be like, would that be, that wouldn't quite be Thurman going to the Dolphins, but. I mean, it'd Gil- be one of the worst I've ever seen for that. Yeah. Like, a, a Buffalo athlete going to the arch nemesis. I mean, Gilmore went to New England, but people were mad at Gilmore, so, you know. And also everyone. Like, Scott Chandler went to New England. Chris Hogan went to New <laughs> England. Right. Mike Gillisley went to New England. Like, eight Bills went to New England in, like, a three-year period. Extendo Sports on the way. Joe's got quick trivia. We'll get our very, very, very fast draft of these alumni that will be at the Ryan Miller game as well. If you're on hold, Extra Point Show's on the way, too. So, of course, you can continue talking uh, Bills Bengals if you want here on WGR. Breaking sports news airs first here. Guaranteed. WGR Sports Radio 550, 2020 Sports. Extendo Sports. All right, Miller Trivia. Hit me with Ryan Miller Trivia. All right, so in Ryan Miller's time with the Buffalo Sabres, can you name the top five goal scorers against him? The five players in the NHL that scored more goals against Ryan Miller than anybody. Okay. All right, I'll start in the division. Like, there's got to be an Ottawa Senator here, right? Mm-hmm. Is Alfredson? He's number five. 13 goals is, against Ryan Miller. Is there another Senator? There's another Senator. Spezza? Spezza is fourth with 14 goals against Ryan Miller. I don't think any other Senator would be on the list. That is correct. Okay. The so, next highest Senator was Heatley at 11th. Okay. Bruins, Leafs, mm, Leafs. Wow, you're just, you're rolling through it if you're, if you're on to that already. You think it's wrong? No, no, oh, those right. two teams. Like, okay. you're on to something. Um, Shara? 
Nope. No, like Bergeron was around forever. Char, I don't even see in the top 50 here. I don't think it's Bergeron, though. Nope. Um, Boston. Who's Boston back then? Let me go to Toronto instead. The guy you... The, two, the guy played for both teams you just mentioned. Boston and Toronto. Yep. Phil, Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel is third with 15. Okay. So they're missing one and two. Boston or Toronto for either one? Nope. Okay. Um, Detroit? Nope. Don't think division. Don't think division. Think conference. Okay, I'll think... Ovechkin? Ovechkin, number one with 17. Easy How one. many... How many goalies and, would Ovechkin be number one for? I know. And then is Crosby the other one? Crosby is not. Crosby is 10th. Number two, Sal, do you have a guess? I hear I hear Sal lurking back there. No, I, I'm waiting. I'm, I I want Jeremy to run this. This is great. Okay. Yeah, he's I mean, almost I'm got thinking, it. That's a great job, Jeremy. I mean, I'm, if you can get it, I mean, then I'll start guessing this, if not. But. This, I think, is the hardest name to get, but it's it's certainly someone. Like, it's not going to Would it surprise you? I don't think it's going to stun you. Um, Is he still playing? No. Okay. He has not played since 2016. Okay. I'm like in the Florida Tampa area now. Good. Good. Martin San Luis. No, he is eighth with 11. <sighs> Florida or Tampa? I mean, man. You were on the right team. Tampa? Yeah. It's not Stamkos. Nope. Okay. Not Le Cavalier? Le Cavalier is okay. second with 16. Wow. With Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. So that's your top five. Yeah. Guys right behind. I had to cut it off at five because the names would have got really tough. Chris Higgins, Thomas I, I was thinking, I was thinking Saku Koivu. <laughs> I don't see a Saku Koivu in here. Chris Higgins. It would have taken me. I mean, right? I mean, he was in the division, right? He, he was good for a while. He was. Yeah, but he's only until 2009. So that made it tough. Uh, okay. Oh, four then four he, goals. He changed teams. Okay, Just four goals you. against Miller for, for Saku Koivu. Sal, do you know the alumni that will be there tonight? For Ryan Miller night? Have you seen they, At, the, the list has been published. Neither of us have has seen it. Have you? The list has been published. Yeah. It was on mm, it was on I uh, haven't. I could the, look the Sabres game on Tuesday night. All right, Joe and I are gonna do our very, very fast draft. All right. Here are the ineligible alumni. We cannot draft these because they've already, we've seen that they're going to be there. Yeah. Stafford, Pominville, Roy, Gostad, Vanek, Dumont. And Mar- Ma- Marty. Marty Baron, not eligible. Matt Ellis, not eligible. He's Rob, on the coach. Rob Ray, yeah. not eligible. We're starting there. We'll draft what? You want to do five each, six uh, each? Quick quick question. Are only pl- former players and coaches eligible? No, anybody is. Okay. Alumni. Okay. What else would there be? Trainers? I was like, thinking, you're gonna draft. Rick? Are we allowed to get? Are we allowed to? Maybe we should make RJ ineligible. Yeah, um, he's definitely gonna be. You make him your first pick. RJ. We, we can make. Pick. We can make him ineligible. Okay. Yeah. I've you, also heard that Rip Simonic will be there. Would that's, imagine he that's would a be. Good one, yeah. So what do you All got? Right. All right. My number one pick in this draft is going to be Brian Gianta. Okay. I'm going to take Patrick Coletta. Okay. I'm gonna take Andrew Peters. All right. I think I just should take Rivs, take Greg Rive. That's that's the not natural follow up. I'm gonna take. Shouldn't I have snake draft and had an extra pick here? I was just I was just about that. So we do third Fine, round probably. reversal or something. Danny Briere. Who who okay. can't who can't who can't you pick? Because you guys are t- we like, we the only the guys we said guys. I'm like wait a minute. We the guys we said we can't pick. We know will be there. Yeah. So we're drafting. Oh, I got yeah, you. Who we don't? We're guessing at who the rest of the list will be. All right. You, you took okay. Danny Briere. Yes. I'm gonna take Tim Connolly. I don't mind that pick. I'm going to take... 
Cody Hodson. Wow. He really? Was, he was in town for like, the golf tournament. What's he doing? He'll come in again. He was. I, He's like a scout for the Predators. I played, right? Oh, I, maybe this is. Can you can you put me on the put me on the Buffalo Islander game? Yeah. So I can go. Yeah, why not? All right, I can I, see it. I played golf with Cody Hodson at the Sabres alumni tournament, and he seems like he's doing great, and I bet he comes back. All right, I'm going to go with Brian Campbell. I like that one. Brian Campbell will be there tonight, it's my guess. Mike Weber. Um, Good. Nathan Gerby? Well, it's not a bad one. Yeah? All right, I so- thought I saw something about a signing with him. That's why. Oh, like recently, oh like in wow. Town. That's why I'm going yeah. there. I'm going to draft. Okay, so I wasn't going to pick him. But he's my guy, and I heard when Marty was on with us earlier. What, what were his exact words? He said something along the lines of, "There'll be a couple of guys you haven't seen in a very long time that are in town." I know who you're going to take. I'm taking Max Finnegan. So he's going to break your heart when I, he's not there. I, it's going to break my heart. I don't think he's really going to be there, but I'm going to remain hopeful because Marty said this guy has not been back in a very long time. Going to pick my favorite player growing up, Max Finnegan. Don't, don't forget there. my wild card, Patrick Laleem. That's, I'm drafting oh, him late was, here. That's that's a gimme. Like they were like best friends when they were here. Um, I thought about picking Jonas Enroth, but he's still active. He still plays yeah. in Sweden, so that's not right. Is um, there anyone with ties to the current Islanders that would have ties to those Sabers? Oh, you're thinking like someone on the Islanders. You know what I mean? Like since the Islanders yeah. are here, it makes it easier, right? Yeah. Hmm. Is is like is Steve Hot like an assistant coach with the Islanders or something? Right, something like that, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna pick. How many more are you on here? One, one three, more, three more each. Three more each. Okay, I'm gonna pick Xenon Kanapka. He is at everything. I think it's because he lives nearby, but he is <laughs> always at these things. I'm taking, and he I think played with Miller for one year. I'm taking Cody McCormick. Oh, that's good. You're gonna be mad about that one. Okay, I'm I'm gonna take Jay McKee. Ooh, I can't believe he lasted this long. What a steal. Yep. One more. Uh, Jochen Hash. Oh, he was on my board. That was my next pick. <laughs> okay, now I got to scramble. All right, let me check the Amherst schedule real quick. All right, I am not going to take Michael Pekka because he is the Amherst assistant coach. Um, I'm going to take Clark MacArthur. Oh, I love it. Love the pick. Clark MacArthur. Love the pick. I think he's from Toronto. Might be, you know, a couple a short drive away. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll find out who won. We're not betting anything on, are we? Uh, we are betting that the loser will watch 80 for Brady. Not I doing believe it. we agreed on we that. We are not doing we, that. We shook hands on it, not, in fact. Not, not doing it. It's that. on the bet board. It was, there's audio evidence. 80 for Brady. Yeah. All right, Sal. Enjoy this guy over here. Maybe maybe go see 80. <laughs> We're going to see 80. Me and Sal tra- are going to go see You're trying to get me to see 80 for Brady. It's never going to happen. <laughs> never. Listen, I might draw the line. I, I'm, I'm okay with Tom versus time. <laughs> I'm know. okay with man in the arena. I think that's where the line gets drawn. Just even so you, know. even you won't go to see 80 for Brady. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Extra point show on the way uh, here on WTR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.